Welcome to the Tomb Gopher Podcast. Tomb Gopher is a music production service dedicated to empowering songwriters with the tools and knowledge they need to make great music. Visit us online at tombgopher.com. Hi everyone, I'm Jonah Brockman, producer and project manager at TuneGopher.com. In this episode, we're going to talk about some of the things you're likely to encounter during the recording and production of your music. Now, I'm not going to show you how to record your music, because there are plenty of other great resources for that. Instead, I want to show you how to feel comfortable in a recording environment, whether you're recording in your bedroom, in your friend's garage, or in a $120 an hour big studio. Our goal here is to enable you to approach the process with confidence and joy. Let's look first at some important things you can do before pressing record to make sure your song will be at its best when it's finished. Number one, make sure you're in the right key. I highly recommend experimenting with your song to make sure the key is best for your voice. Even if you have a five octave range, there's a sweet spot for your voice. Try out your song in several different keys and see which one works best for your voice. This doesn't have to be over technical. If you write on your guitar, switch keys with a capo. If you write with a keyboard, just hit the transpose button. Once you've found the right key, write it down. This will enable everyone working on the song, from the engineer to musicians, to quickly adapt. Number two, make sure you have the right tempo. Now just like the key, there's a sweet spot with the tempo. If you have a metronome, use it. I highly recommend practicing your song with a metronome. It will make things so much easier in the recording process if you're confident playing with a click track. Find the best tempo in beats per minute for your song and write that down too. The engineer will appreciate it as at least a starting point for recording. Number three, make sure your instrument is ready. Put new strings on your guitar fix any buzzes, put new heads on your drums, make sure everything you plan to use in a studio is working well. Nothing eats up valuable studio time like a poorly prepared instrument. And even if you're recording at home, a bad instrument can lead to frustration and wasted time very quickly. Number four, know your song. I know this sounds like common sense, but you'd be amazed at how many sessions I've been in where the musicians are still figuring out their parts at the studio. Now, some artists use the studio as a place to write, and there's nothing wrong with that, but if you don't want to pay for things you could do at home, make sure you know your parts before you get to the studio, and try to memorize your lyrics. It's completely acceptable to have a cheat sheet in the studio. In fact, I recommend it. But the less you have to rely on your notes, the more you'll be able to concentrate on a great performance. Number five, record before you record. 
This doesn't have to be anything fancy. You can even use a cheap handheld recorder. The point is to listen to your song before you actually record it in the studio. This will really help find the best and the worst parts of your song before you officially record. What you think might be a good tempo when you're playing it could easily be revealed as too fast or too slow when you listen to a recording of it. And now is the time to find that out, not after you've got 40 plus tracks of other instruments recorded. In coming episodes, we'll get into the actual terms and techniques you'll want to know when you're in the studio, including click tracks, compression, vocal tuning, EQ, effects, tracking, mixing, mastering, and much more. If you have a specific question about the recording process, let me know. Email me at Jonah, that's J-O-N-A-H, at tunegopher.com. I'll be happy to answer any questions and I'd love to hear from you. For more songwriter empowerment, visit us online at tunegopher.com.